0: Now, 2024, now, not yesterday, not tomorrow, now, ask yourself the simple question. Can you actually take yourself back in time? place yourself totally back in a memory. You can think of the memory, but that's you bringing that memory forward to now. The future. You haven't created it yet. You can postulate, you can think of You can think that you're immersing yourself into the future, but you're not. It's now. What time is it? Whatever time you're listening to this podcast is not the time. The time is now. Where are you? while you're listening to this podcast. That doesn't matter as a physical location. The answer to that question, where are you? You are here. What are you? According to science, we are Homo sapiens sapiens. Is that what you are? Are you describing what you do instead of what you are? What you actually are is this moment. Now. What time is it? Now. Where are you? Here. What are you? This moment. A veritable plethora of moments throughout your lifetime. A tremendous number of nows throughout your lifetime. Some of them you've cut short. They were either too sad or something bad had happened. Grief. Tragedy. And that's when you must definitively go deeper into you at that moment. Grief doesn't linger. It does not go away, but it doesn't linger. It's always there. The love you had for those you grieve or for anything you are grieving for also is there, never goes away, and grows stronger as the now moments pass you by and keep going. Now is different than it was four minutes ago when I started this podcast. It's now, we're always living now. So with that in mind, I'm gonna change my podcast up to where it's consistent and consistently now. I even have a t-shirt, I'm doing it now. If not now, then when? Because there is no when. But that's a saying that's been said a lot. If not now, then when? If not me, then who? A saying that was used to inspire you to do something right now. Men just don't. Why we don't ask for directions and other stuff. Yes, my book will be out this year. But not right now. We have to do something to reach out on every now moment that we have. What does it take out of you right now to give someone acknowledgement, to tell someone by listening to them that they matter? 70 to 80% of all suicides in this country are committed by men That's right, ladies, and there's been a whole lot of videos and subject matter, not only in social media, but in books that have been written, that talks about the male dilemma. And one of the dilemmas that is false and a myth is that good guys finish last. My, my, my. We men have certainly taken that one down the road, at least some of us. Good guys don't finish last, but good guys finish. Finish what they're saying in this moment. Finish what they're doing in this moment. And the good guys are in a relationship, married or otherwise, male or female, just like women are in their relationships, male or female, right now. But if someone is telling you that they want the nice guy and then treating you like you're just there until they find the bad guy and the good and the bad is such language with no feeling behind it no emotions behind it nice guys finish last was a quote from leo de rocher the yankees manager way back when asked by a reporter where are the nice guys In baseball he said they're over in the other dugout in last place and then it became part of our social fabric that nice guys finish last now is the time to realize that you have it all within you and that's for all the men that are going to listen to this and for the women you have it all inside you. You have greatness inside you. Everybody does. Of course, you're going to say, well, Randy, there's some people that are, that are evil. Wow, you've labeled them pretty good, haven't you? But yes, there are people definitively in our world that harm others. That lie to others on a continual basis that say things just to use people and in a much more minor way than trying to cause direct harm, man, how many lines are you going to give someone you have just met just to try to get them to let you buy them a drink, to let you buy them dinner? Or just to get them to go home with you. Please. And ladies, please, oh yes, understand y'all are really catching up to us in catching up to us in that. You certainly know how to get our attention, make us think that unconditional love is there. When all we are is just the current option. And yes, men do that too. My goodness. Right now in this moment and in every moment and in every now, love is not a game with a score. Now is the time to be honest, to tell the truth. And to stop labeling. Every label you give to someone else is giving yourself permission to ignore them. Or to think differently of them. Or to think less of them. Now is not when you do that. Never is when you do that. In the now moments you have an opportunity to make decisions, to do things that can make a difference. A gentleman named Sinek, a business consultant and marketing type person said, all you need is one person, just one person to believe in you. And it can help you feel you can do anything. I received a note from a group of employees one time, a card signed by all of them. And they all said, you made us feel like we could do anything. There are moments in each of our lives that we have not only done things right, we've done the right thing. So what we need to do is we need to get excited about now. Yes, excited, and excited about doing the right thing. In the now moments, you're accountable and you take accountability. You don't dredge up some memory from the past. You don't tell a story when people are asking what happened, what went wrong. You don't tell the story to embellish you to make you look better. You tell the truth. And if the truth means you're accountable for some part, then you are. That's how simple that is. You are then accountable. We're accountable now. We're in love now. We care deeply now. We are grateful every now moment. We're grateful now we're vulnerable now. We have joy now. And when you're having joy right now, life is just wonderful. It's great. I am married to the person that is everything I could have ever dreamt of. And that each of you, have your own lives where you're continuing to get better every single day. You're becoming the best version of yourself every now moment. The job right now is just going wonderful. The children that you have are wonderful. Yeah, they make mistakes because you did too. Yeah, they do things in now moments that you look at them and go, gosh, I did that. I ate an ant in the backyard one time. I lifted up things like rocks and wood and tree limbs just to see what was under them. I brought home snakes and turtles in the now moments. They're living, they're learning now. And when you're thinking about all of that joy and all how wonderful it is, all of a sudden in your now moment, what creeps in? Oh, life is just too good. Something bad is going to happen. Oh, my goodness, the other shoe's going to fall. Oh, I'm going to get a flat tire on the way to work. Oh, I'm going to sprain my ankle on the basketball court. Oh, 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 oh. You ruin the now moment. You, you take away the joy. We are an amalgam of all of our emotions, not just happiness and joy and euphoria. Grief, tragedy, sadness is also part of who we are. And all of those emotions, everything that you feel right now has to have its life. Yet we think that the great moments, the happy moments are going to end because some bad moment's going to happen. And then the bad moments, when they're there, you think they're going to last forever. They're just lasting now. Right now is when they're there and they're lasting. But I'll let you know that those sad moments must have their life. Because if you bottle it up, or if you compartmentalize it somewhere in your brain, and it hasn't finished, you haven't learned right now what you needed to learn from it, it's coming back and it may come back worse than it was in that sad moment, sad now that you were having if you would have just let it have its life because it's your life. But you've got, a let, got to let the now moments complete. When you cut it short, you're asking for a now moment for it to break out of its constraints where you've put it and to show up again. Don't let that happen. If you want to cry, you cry. If you want to be elated and run through the house, you do it. What's holding you back? Certainly not now, because now is not a hold back now's the life you're living now. But all we want to do is live the happy moments. Because we think the joy is not going to last. We really don't live our happy moments right now. That's the life it has. And for us men and our emotions and our thoughts and our issues and the things that go bumping the night in our minds, in those now moments that we are sleeping, we have got to do something. Not just in Florida, where I'm at. Not just in other states. Not just in this country. In this world. And oh yes, there are some men out there and there's probably some psychologists or psychiatrists that are like, it's cultural. Some of it is cultural. It's still the now moment. Are you gonna rise in anger in this now moment? Are you gonna react with anger in this now moment? Are you gonna think for just a moment and then now you're going to present yourself differently? And I'm not talking about where you're protecting your life or the life of someone you love. I'm talking about in the now moments, the normal daily dose of now. But then again, what's normal? For us men, I want you to hear this story about our issues, our problems, our concerns, what we don't talk about, what we cry about when nobody sees us. And what usually then comes out is anger in our now moments. My mom, Lola, mom used to take me to pick blackberries every year as a young man, as a child. And I loved going with her. Oh my goodness, it was so much fun in our now moment that we had together those many times. It was so wonderful because not only could I pick a blackberry, put it in the basket or the pail, I could pick a blackberry and eat it. One to the pail, one to me. Two to me, one to the pail. Oh my goodness, I would get my fill of blackberries. Unless it was an extremely hot Florida day where the blackberries themselves were warm. I don't know. There's something about a real warm blackberry. But anyway, we picked those blackberries. And for those of you that know, you know they come off a briar bush. And for those of you that don't, they come off a briar bush. And as you're experiencing the now, picking those blackberries, inevitably, you get a thorn stuck in a finger. Yes, you do. My mom didn't get too many thorns, but she was definitively much wiser than me. So I'd come home with a thorn. Of course, I'd tell her, that hurt, I've got a thorn. We'd bring our buckets or pails or bags of blackberries home she'd put them in the sink with a bunch of water let them start soaking to get them clean and then she'd bring me to the couch she'd have a needle she'd have alcohol and she would pick the spot where that thorn went into my finger and she also had uh, tweezers so when she would pick at that spot open it up enough so where she she either could mash it, because she would try to mash it, that would hurt a little. But if she couldn't get it out, she'd needle at it, the skin away, and then she could see it and then pluck it out with the tweezers. Sometimes, not all that often, but definitely enough to where it happened, the tip of that thorn would break off and stay in your finger. And then my body, my miraculous body, all this wonderful body we have that also lives in the now. Your body's not thinking about the past. Your body's not thinking about the future. That's your brain's responsibility. So my body would send white blood cells to that site seal off the hole that, that, that was there, from, that was created by the thorn, <laughs> and some of it by my mom. And all those white blood cells would show up, go to battle for any infection. But what they were also doing as they would die is they would build up, form a little bump on your finger. Pus would even come out. Because what? Oh, that's right. White blood cells is what is what pus is mo- mainly comprised of. Or some doctor out there listening can tell me maybe it's mainly something else. Why does the body do that? Because what the body is doing is going to push that piece of thorn out of your finger. And eventually, as it's sore, but you mash it, The pus comes out, and then there you see it, that little piece of the thorn. Men, when we take our issues, what we're sad about, what we're upset about, what has harmed us, and we take those issues because we won't talk to somebody, We refuse to be able to share ourselves because we're afraid of that vulnerability. We're afraid we're gonna be judged. We're afraid the person we love so much is not gonna understand or really doesn't care. We're afraid, so we put that issue, that problem, what is causing us harm, we put it in a compartment somewhere in our brain. We seal it up, we enclose it, we lock it away. What does your body do? What does your mind do now? Your mind mind starts to cause it to fester and it keeps festering. And the longer you go without being able to talk to someone about it, the more festering happens. If you don't reach out for help, which is one of the hardest words for us men to say, help, I need help. If you don't get it, if you don't have someone who will listen, it will fester to the point where your mind, your brain ejects it. It comes out. And not even depending on how long, but when it comes out, it mostly comes out as anger and that anger can sometimes cause harm to someone else to someone that you love yelling screaming physical violence it comes out and when you're yelling and screaming and you're angry you get labeled oh he's got anger problems oh he's uh, that he's just off the chain. You can't even talk to him. Oh, don't bring it up. He's too sensitive. Or don't bring it up. He can't talk about it. Thank you for making judgments that you may know nothing about. Thank you for labeling me, giving yourself permission to discount me, disregard me, Now is the time to address the issues. Now is the time to share with someone. Oh, Randy, please. I can't share with someone. Even those I love, I can't share because I don't trust that they're going to not make me vulnerable or my vulnerability is going to be seen as a weakness. Oh my goodness. Goodness gracious men at six foot eight, I still believe that vulnerability is one of my greatest strengths. We have to take responsibility and be accountable to ourselves. And we really can't keep using our now moments to just disregard it. And then at a later date, take our lives because we can't cope with it or handle it anymore. If you take your life, you have nothing else that you can make a decision on, unless you've left documents, a living will, whatever it may be to instruct those you love how to dispose of you. really we've got to move away from that because that's the last decision you'll make as long as you draw breath as long as you are alive i not only believe in you men and i believe in you ladies you have the ability to make a decision that can change your life completely in that now moment make it better, but you have to have the courage to believe and the will to make changes. So now is what we're gonna do from here on out in this podcast. Please know that I do believe in you. I think that we will get there In one of our now moments. But it has to happen now. Thank you all for listening. I look forward to someone, anyone, please send something back telling me what you want to hear about. Until then, this is the first episode of 2024. Please take care. And know that you are and always have been enough.